BuzzFeed's Internet Explorer is a podcast that contains adult themes like Jake Paul <laughs> losing his virginity and then telling all of his underage fans about it in a viral video. Yeah, that's, I guess, an adult theme. Although, you know... Jake Paul's fucked now. I, I think that <laughs> we have to consider that losing your virginity isn't necessarily an adult theme. It happens to a lot of people when they're under 18. Jake Paul has finally done one thing that I will refuse to do. <laughs> well, and, uh, and that's yeah. have sex. No, don't ever do that. It's no. terrible. Hello, I'm Katie Natopoulos. And I'm Ryan Broderick, and this is Internet Explorer. Hello, Hello. welcome back. Uh, this is our uh, biannual episode. That's right. uh, we have a special guest today, uh, our colleague and frequent uh, guest. Our ride or die <laughs> guest, Kate Holderness. So, uh, so obviously, we, we didn't do an episode for the worst things on the internet of 2017. We did do a post, you should go check it out. Um, it's pretty gross. But we thought, you know, 2017, there's so many horrible things that we couldn't really do an episode about it. So we wanted to get the jump on this year. So we're going to do predictions for what's about to happen in 2018. And I guess just a little uh, behind the scenes, uh, part of the reason we didn't do it was that, well, Ryan wasn't around until after uh, the, the holidays. Yeah, I just didn't feel like coming yeah, for that. We're doing this episode because Ryan happens to be in town. Like, um, I'm not traveling for this podcast. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. Um, but, uh, you know, look, every time that we're in the same place, we like to uh, crank out crank out an episode. I do. You know, when me and Katie get in a room, we just crank it out. Like That's <laughs> just, just it. It's just Furious cranking. We just crank it out, you know. Just like so, uh, we're just gonna work the mic all afternoon, and we're gonna give you something good today. Um, and we, we, it's always really nice when we hear from people who uh, miss the more frequent episodes. Uh, we love it. We still always see your tweets, your emails. Uh, thanks, guys. Put put them right in the spam folder. <laughs> I don't want any of you talking to me. No, it, it has actually been kind of crazy how many people tweeted us. Um, Wanting us to come back. Um, so I, I, we'd like to take a little time to uh, do a little catching up. Yeah. Uh, maybe look back at some of the things that have happened over the last couple of months, couple of years, with uh, some of the themes that we visited before yes. uh, on this podcast. I have some big news. Tell me. Uh, one of our all-time best guests ever, Freak Mommy, uh, <laughs> known as the uh, the woman who actually technically she didn't do she it. She helped. It was her, she was the one who helped her friend butt chug cough syrup. Um, and Little she, baby bitch was the one that was the butt chugger. Right. Yes. Yeah. She she actually ingested the cough syrup. That's right. Freak mommy was the one who poured the canister into her butt. Yeah. Um, she has gotten married and she's having a baby. Isn't that wonderful? She's a she's a real freak mommy. She's now. gonna be a real freak mommy. That's uh, amazing. She was one of the most charming, funny guests we ever had. Uh, we love her. Congratulations to you, freak mommy. She uh, she connected with me on LinkedIn. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. nice. It was, and I was like, "Wow, this is like great." Like, uh, yeah. Um, I think we also need to talk about like one of the biggest developments. It's a story that we've been following forever. Yeah. Uh, Logan Paul <laughs> videotaped a dead body, and Jake Paul lost his virginity. So that's huge <laughs> for the Paul brothers. Uh. <laughs> you know, one is helping us deal with death, while the other one is helping us deal with the birth of life. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, so a long time ago, we had on uh, Caroline Moss, who had written an article, a profile of Logan Paul, who was at the time a Vine star. So he was living in like that weird apartment with yeah. all the top Viners and they had a monopoly on all the views. Yeah, and he was there. Um, and so we we talked about Logan Paul uh, then. And three years later, now he's looking at a dead body. 
So, uh, how was uh, the past year for you with work stuff? What have you been up to? <laughs> uh, so, when I wasn't chasing Nazis around Europe, I was going to elections. I've learned a lot about parliamentary procedure around Western Europe. Um, I spent a lot of time in Spain mm-hmm. for the Catalonian referendum, which was crazy. Yeah. Turns out most of it was orchestrated by Julian Assange. <laughs> is that uh, true? That is literally true, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a thing in September where Julian Assange Skyped into a giant screen in like a, like a square in uh, Barcelona and taught like activists how to download a Telegram, a Russian like... Uh, encrypted chat application so they could use that to secretly hold the referendum and like escape from police. Wow. So in case you wondered if we're living in a dystopian future, we totally are because Julian Assange is helping people like download. They had this app that's super cool uh, and crazy. So they were, so the Catalans were expecting the Spanish government to turn off the internet. Right. So they downloaded an application called like Fire Chat. Okay. Which is essentially like WhatsApp or iMessage but only works on Bluetooth. Okay. So they were basically planning to like figure out how to run the region without internet based on fire chat. Whew. Yeah, it's super crazy. Um, and then there was like the really good story where uh, the white supremacists got a boat and they were going to try to stop the refugees. Mm. But then they got stuck in the Mediterranean and were running out of food and water and had to be picked up by the M- like the same <laughs> MSF crew that they were like trying to disrupt. It's like a black fly in your Chardonnay. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's like. It's a, like it's like 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife. It's like when you get a boat to stop a refugee, uh, an NGO boat, but then the refugee NGO boat has to save you when your boat gets stuck in Tunisian water. So, you know, same thing. Um, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to look forward. Yeah. I, I, like, I know that there's going to be like more Nazi shit in 2018, but like, I, I want to be optimistic about it. And I think that what we need right now is a little ray of sunshine. I think that we do too. We need a little ray of sunshine named Kate's Holdenness. Hi, Kate. Hi, guys. Kate's Holdenness, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we need to talk about the biggest story that is happening right now today. This is not a 2017 story. This is not a 2018 story. It is a literally this moment right now. We're all eating Tide Pods. Yeah, right. Julia, when I say... Th- this phrase uh, in the edit, can you put like a crazy effect on it? Talk about that laundry sauce. <laughs> Kate, can you explain for everyone who hasn't needed a Tide Pod what is going on with the Tide Pods? Okay, so these Tide Pods are like little. <laughs> <laughs> they're these little, you know, like like plastic. Forbidden like, fruit. Yeah. Yes, but yeah. they're like everyone detergent. Knows, yeah, they're, yeah. they're yeah. little pods. Everyone knows what But they're like is, right? really pretty colors and like yeah. swirly colors. They look good. Mm-hmm. And they look good. And there's this wonderful mm. Tumblr post that kind of explains like from like an evolutionary point of view why yeah. everyone wants to eat Tide Pods. Mm. And it's like your monkey brain sees like this tiny, pretty, like small thing like and berry. immediately thinks yeah. it's like Fruit. Laundry berry. Laundry berry. <laughs> yeah. I want I want that laundry sauce. Yeah. But so people on t- on Tumblr, and now it's crossed over to like Twitter and like Discord and 4chan. Well, we got to talk amazing. about the furry. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, I mean, people have actually eaten laundry pods. There, there has been new, I mean, there's been news items in the past about, like, it's a problem that people eat laundry pods, but that usually is referring to, like, elderly people with dementia or, like, very young children. Who now it's, like, teens who love memes. But now it's become a meme. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we got to talk about, uh, 
this unfortunately came out about a week after we published our 50 Worst Things on the mm-hmm. Internet of 2017. And this is the worst thing of This is actually by far the worst thing. Is it, though? Because I think it might be the best thing. Well, like... Yeah, it exists in an uncanny valley of, like, I hate that I had to look at it with my eyes, but I want to tell everyone about it. Yeah. Right. And yet somehow I'm still furiously cranky. Yeah. Also, <laughs> what I love yeah, I'm is... I'm super horny still, too, yeah. It's one of those beautiful moments of it's, like, it is so horrible, and yet, you know, no no nudity, no anything. But, uh, Kate, can you describe what this is? Yeah, so it's, like, a two-image set. And the first image is, like... No, it's like, four. I think it's four. Is it four? Yeah, because there's, there's yeah. some close-ups at the end. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. So you've got like, you know, like a, I don't know, like a DiGiorno frozen pizza or mm-hmm. something like on a little pizza, you know, like home baking pizza tray. And it's like, I covered. thought it was Tostino's probably. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That, the crust is too Kirkland. Thick. <laughs> <laughs> red Baron. I always liked Red Baron. Oh, it might be Red Baron. Furries strike me as the type that would go for Red Baron. Right. So, so there's this frozen pizza and it's covered in Tide Pods. And then <laughs> and they're like little blue yeah, pepperoni. Yeah, blue and white ones. Yeah, it's like, you know, people throw extra shit on, you know, like there's that viral image of like the person who got the combo like pizza and cookie thing and then they bake the cookies <laughs> yeah. on top of it. Or like the, the person who put uh, Oh, the guy Fieri cookie Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, the candy corn one is the disgusting. The candy corn one is awful. Uh, basically, if you haven't seen it, it's a bunch of candy corn. They put it on a frozen pizza. They put it in the oven. They take it out. It's just melted candy corn all over the cheese pizza. <laughs> so, so, but then the follow-up image is this this beautiful kitchen, like a suburban really nice. kitchen. It's the type of kitchen that would definitely have two ovens and a golden retriever in it. Oh, yeah, and like a nice island. Yeah. Like, that's, oh, it's open floor plan, dude, island. yeah, there's shiplap in that house. <laughs> The property brothers are all over that shit. <laughs> but so, and then, like, there's this furry in this, like, full fursuit. Yep. Which is, like, to be fair, I want to really? be clear, a really nice fursuit. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that there's obviously a class hierarchy within the furry community of who can afford the most expensive and detailed fursuits. Right. So this is a rich person. This is a rich person, indicative of both the beautiful kitchen, mm-hmm. the, like, I drink wine, like, hand towel hanging on the front of the yeah. stove, and and this, like... Multiple, multiple thousand dollar fursuit. Oh, yeah. And in this furry is just holding this fucking pizza yeah. covered in like melted plastic and like oozing <laughs> tide Right, pods. yeah. Because like, so basically, like, they put, the, they put the pizza in the oven, they take it out, and it's just turned blue. <laughs> It's it's absolutely despicable looking. Um, so I'm just looking at the pictures again. I mean, it, one of the things that's great about it, I, just a you know, for everyone who wants to go find it, this is from a Twitter user called the Sass Hole. Um, <laughs> that that is the name of the furry, and it's the furry. I I believe he's kind of a wolf character. Um, it's, like, it's, it's, like a, a, it's a blue fox. Yeah, a oh, blue fox. Okay, so yeah, he's. I mean, it's a really <laughs> funny set. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's a blue fox. All right, fair enough. Um, It's a beautiful set of, like, you see him putting the pizza into the (laughs) oven, and he's, like, sort of, like, you know, really showcasing it. His, like, like, frozen happy furry face is just, like... And then the the finished pizza, it's like on one hand looks delicious because it's a pizza. Yeah. Um, on the other, it's kind of these Tide Pods turning the cheese blue and green. I, I always for, I always forget. It's funny. Like the furry community has this way of, like you forget they're around. Right. And then you then they they whatever meme is going on, they find the most fucked up way to yes. do it. And it's like the whole internet just can breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> it's like oh, the furries have it now. Yeah, Great. yeah. It's like uh, theirs. Okay. Yeah. So I this I mean this. 
the Taipan beans has been popular with a lot of people. I mean, basically anyone who has like two brain cells. Yeah, yeah anyone together, who's right? you know anyone who's cool. But uh, the furries really seem to have latched onto this. Um, I've seen a couple great uh, instances of furry fan art. Uh, one was a like a like a fox sort of. I guess unbirthing is the wrong word here <laughs> <laughs> because it's not like they were going up; they're actually going out. So, but giving birth to, to tide pods. To tide pods. Yeah. Oh. oh, interesting. Tide so, pods are being sort of. I mean, although honestly. Honestly, it's probably more like a ping pong show kind of thing. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the Tide Pods are coming out of this fox's vagina. Y'all, so y'all have seen the uh, the Tide Pod Chan fan art, right? No. Uh, yes, I have. I have. It's, it's a little girl. I'm it's googling a, yeah. it right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, wait. It's so great. while we're talking, while I'm googling this anime okay. character of Tide Pods, oh, motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> she looks like Harley She's Quinn. She's so cute. She is really cute. Okay, um, wait. So. I meant to. I, I wanted to bring this up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to tell you who said this, but a coworker of ours at BuzzFeed has a theory about Katie, and they told me it the other day, and I'm going to read it, but I, I can't tell you who said it because okay. it, it's reporter privilege. <laughs> but you, I think, were tweeting about Tide Pods or furries or both. I don't know whatever the fucking you do on Twitter all day, <laughs> and they said I have a theory. Katie is actually a furry and makes fun of them to try and make people think there's no way she's actually a furry. And it's genius because not even the furries know it's her because she's always in costume. So there are, there are rumors, rumblings, that Katie might be a furry and she's using irony to, to distract us from that. Uh, fake news. Fake news. <laughs> Sad. No. No. Fuck. Speaking, uh, well, actually, no, there's no transition for this. Basically, Kate, you're here because we want your predictions for 2018. So the thing that I'm most excited about in 2018 is, like, fucked up food shit. Yeah. Um, Like NyQuil chicken? Oh, yes, so sleepy time chicken. It's also, it's sleepy time chicken, not NyQuil chicken. (laughs) And, And I am, so... Sleepy Time Chicken happened on April 1st. Can you just describe what Sleepy Time Chicken sure, is sure, sure. for everyone who might not immediately know what Sleepy Time Chicken is? Sure. So <laughs> on April 1st, as an April Fool's joke, uh, 4chan like combined different various boards. And I spend a lot of time on CK, which is the food and cooking board of 4chan. And they combined CK with CO, which is the comics board, to make cock. Oh, that's funny. Um, and it was just like a wild, like <laughs> delightful clever. day on the internet. But at the end of the day, like at the end of April 1st, this dude comes on and he's like, it's time to make my special sleepy time chicken. <laughs> and Aaron's like, you're what? <laughs> and and so this dude, this dude takes like chicken t- tenders, not like tindies, like actual like cuts of yeah, chicken like breast. Yeah, 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 yeah. The tenderloin from the chicken. And, and boils it in... <laughs> NyQuil on the stovetop. <laughs> like, sort of poaches it. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it poaches yeah. a chicken and then, cutlet. So, and that was bad. You know, like, it's, he puts it on a plate. It's, like, blue. It's horrifying. <laughs> it looks a lot like the Tide Pod pizza, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And then it just got so much worse. Because then he's like, oh, I don't know. Like, I think I could use some more flavor. And puts it in a blender with a different flavor of NyQuil. Like, so <laughs> not the blue one with There's the red one. a chicken one. and NyQuil slurry. Yeah. Oh. No, and so and he, and he pours whiskey in there, too, and, like, blends it up to make this, like, <laughs> chunky, disgusting thing. And that was really bad, and everyone was, like, screaming, and it was horrifying, and he, like, put it on a tortilla, and then... <laughs> <laughs> everyone in the thread was just losing their minds. And, like... Then it gets worse because he's like, oh, you know, like, I got to drive in a couple of hours. I got to perk up. So he takes this slurry of, like, whiskey, 
twice cooked like NyQuil poached chicken (laughs) and puts it in a drip coffee maker and makes coffee out of it and then has like pictures of himself like from like the nose down like drinking it and it was one of the I actually got kind of sick towards the end of that yeah it was one of the most genuinely horrifying things I have ever seen and I love it and I cannot wait I think there's going to be a resurgence of people doing weird shit with food that's not people fucking food because yeah. like, that's no. over that's, that's very like, 2015 exactly very 2015. like no one wants to see the hot yeah. pocket fucker do you think do you think that like bush era weird fucked up food copy pasta is because we're in such a politically polarized environment that people have to like Ooh. bond over fucking up food for no reason maybe i mean there there's so few things that the world can agree upon but like fucking up cooking something or yeah. like here's my shitty story of when I was like an idiot at a restaurant and said you know like I love you to my waitress yeah. like shit like that's gonna go over well because it's universally you know like relatable that was the, sort of the thing with the uh, the ice pockets meme so there, there was a popular oh, yeah. uh, meme floating around that was like the cover of the hot pockets sure. container but it was like ice cubes inside it was just Cold pockets, yeah, right? Yeah. And like, or like, there's just a, there's just a and every, yeah. yeah, but like, everyone loved the ice pockets because it's like, it's just funny and it's like <laughs> not harming anyone. Yeah. It's just yeah. funny. Yeah. Like, it's, it's pure distilled G rated humor, right. like, that in this time of uh, stress that right. we it's, all need. It's yeah. harmless shit posting. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. I wanted to pull it up to get the, the tagline right because I remember the tagline being really funny. Um, it's called, <laughs> oh, that's right, it was Cold Pockets, uh-huh. <laughs> and the tagline is, it's cold, with cold and cold sauce in a cold crust. <laughs> and then it says, hearty deliciousness, and then there's bullet points, and one is, a good, a good source of cold, <laughs> made with premium cold, and no hot. <laughs> no hot. It's um, cold. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I feel like it's, uh... It's true. You know, I think there's also an element of, uh, you know, this is the phase of late capitalism where, like, the funniest thing we can do <laughs> is, like, fuck up our abundant food supply with these horrible concoctions. Yeah. I, I think we're going to see a lot of, like, late Bush era memes coming back, like furries, weird mm, food, right. diaper weirdos. Um, I have a great diaper weirdo story that uh, I'm actually just about to publish today. By the time you all listen to this, you'll be able to read about it on BuzzFeed.com. Uh, oh, so excited. Big drama going on in the uh, ABDL world. That's oh, no. adult baby diaper lovers for all you. Oh, uh, obviously. Yeah. If you know, if you had to have that explained to you, like just turn it off for now. So there, yeah. there are several companies that make adult diapers for adult babies. So Which not, is the best. Right. Like We're not talking Depends, things that are like you know designed right. for uh, you can buy in CVS. We're talking about like very niche things with like baby prints on them. Um, one of these companies filed to trademark the term ABDL. <gasps> and <laughs> people freaked out. I can imagine. Do that. Yeah, That's people bullshit. were going nuts. And it, so it was it became this whole drama. The company issued this statement saying, well, we weren't really planning on enforcing it. The only reason we wanted to do it was because we thought it would help us because we kept getting kicked off like eBay and our credit card processors. And we thought if we trademarked the word, then it would be a brand name. And then they couldn't say that it was like a sexual that term. That is literally what the Fine Brothers tried to do when they tried to copyright reacts. Yes. Yeah. That was sort of the example that all the ABDLs on Reddit at least were giving us like this was like the disaster that killed the Fine Brothers. Um but uh, eventually, after this large public outcry, uh, the company decided to drop oh, their uh, oh, trademark uh, attempts. 
I did talk to a trademark lawyer who said that they actually probably had a pretty weak case for getting the trademark anyway. Yeah. Well, it but. seems like kind of hard to trademark like just a description of what a, what you are, right? Right. Well, part of it is that like you can't. This is really getting in the weeds of trademark stuff here. Um, Let's you, get into you, it. You this episode is all about trademark law now. <laughs> so they were trying to trademark it for the purpose of selling diapers, and one of the sort of like qualifications is you can't trademark something that is like a generic term that like already you know that's in popular usage yeah. right it would be like if you were trying to trademark the term lgbt right it's like meaningful to a large group of people right um so th- the same way with within the capacity of selling diaper adult diapers then the term abdl is a like generic term that can't be trademarked i feel like though that like that's going to be a, a thing more and more mm. i feel like trying to you know, pave paradise and put up a parking lot of the internet yeah. is like an is going to be like pretty much the ongoing problem of 2018. Right. I think the commodification of the internet in that sense, like uh, people fighting back. I mean, net neutrality is, I think, one of the first uh, things that. Yo, going I can't to... believe you guys are losing that. Like that's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm not it coming back. It is the least crazy thing that has happened. No, it's... like of course we are. So, of course we are. I don't know if people saw this, but like one Twitter user from New Zealand, another one from Portugal, like shared. Uh-huh. What it looks like over there, because like neither of those countries have net neutrality. Yeah, and it's really fucked up because essentially what those countries have decided to do is you will get like a message that that almost looks like a hotel Wi-Fi login where it's like to access or an airport where it's like to access Boingo hotspot five dollars to access full internet ten dollars. But there it's like to do Facebook, Twitter, and Netflix it's twenty dollars a month. To do full internet it's thirty dollars a month. And that's a common thing in a lot of countries. So the idea that like that could be happening here in any form is wild. It's wild, but like I'm really jaded and like yeah, don't have a lot of expectations for the next year in a positive way, except mm. for like wanting to see some fucked up shit. I feel like it could also cause a resurgence of like dial-up era black market content. Oh, that would be awesome. You know, because remember, like, the Kaza era where, like, it was hard to get on the internet, it was hard to travel around the internet, so people started using P2P software, and then just no one knew what anything was. Right, right. So you could, like... And you get linked to, like, some FTP, and, like, there would be, like, massive amounts of files, and you'd just download them all and see what they were. To this day, I still do not know what band did the ska cover of Hotel California. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just the, the 2018 <laughs> is going to be an internet of like an MP3 of a horse with no name by Neil Young. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, who did this like anime music video to like <sighs> Michael Jackson's Thriller? But I have downloaded yeah, no, yeah. it, and now it's on my hard drive. It, it'll be like Cuba and like packet culture, you know, where they have those mm. hard drives full of like right, entertainment. Right. I feel like we're just going to go back to that, which is fine. Sure, <laughs> whatever. Um, speaking of the apocalypse of the internet, I think that YouTube is something that we're all uh, keeping our eyes on a little bit. My prediction for 2018 is that people are going to start looking really critically at YouTube in the same way that they had Twitter for the last year. Um, you know, 2017 seemed like a year where people were just constantly being like, Twitter, deal with like the Nazis on your platform, deal with like the crazy powerful person who you know, is tweeting... Nuclear war. Threatening right. nuclear um, war, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, especially the harassment stuff, like uh, uneven approaches to it. Um, and to some degree, uh, Twitter has really responded to that criticism. They have made changes. They, they did start banning some some Nazis. Um, they, you know, they did make changes. I think that YouTube really uh, has sort of skidded by without as much of some of that criticism from like the mainstream press at least partly just because it is a platform that is 
mainly like appealing to much younger people and you know it requires a lot of time to sit there and watch all these videos of Jake Paul doing like terrible stuff. Well also like let's call it what it is. It, YouTube fucked up YouTube Red. They yeah. tried to compete with Netflix. We're way too late to the game. Mm -hmm. Couldn't figure out how to monetize YouTube. So now it's sort of like Twitter where Twitter could have made smart financial decisions that would allow it to be in the right place at the right time to like step up its moderation game to not have to have a free-for-all. But then they didn't, so they couldn't. And so they needed Donald Trump and they needed the Nazis because people were paying attention to Twitter in the same way that like YouTube knows that it is pretty much completely run by unmoderated children's content. And the minute someone, and the algorithm and the algorithm that feeds them more, you know? right? Mm -hmm. I w it's you know what's crazy. I w so I work with special needs kids every summer, and over the years, like more and more tablets have been coming up to camp, and like I was with this like nonverbal autistic kid who he can't speak, he can't really communicate, but I gave him my phone and he he opened up the YouTube app immediately, and then just started like sending me YouTube videos. And like he knew gestures on it that I didn't even know were in there. Uh -huh. Like had him like minimize the screen so he could like go and like find more stuff. And so like for for younger people, for for people with like deve developmental disorders, YouTube has become like the thing. Yeah. You know. Right. So what do they do with that? You know, what what how do they how do they fix that issue? Well, I'm just so glad that they're getting such uh, quality educational uh, programming. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's five year old knows that Jake Paul lost his virginity. So. <laughs> Um, one of our colleagues, Joe Bernstein, was sort of describing this to me, how, like, it seems like the thing with YouTube is that for the past couple of years, every now and then, like, someone looks at it and goes, oh, God, that's a, that's a rat's nest, but, like, forgets to call the exterminator, and yeah. then, like, the rats come back, and they're like, oh, God, look at all these rats! <laughs> <laughs> like, Where they does just keep forgetting, from? and like, what? 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 Disgusting rats. Um, and I think that, uh, I don't know, I think that 2018 is going to be a year where, like, people are really going to look hard at, like, what what does, what responsibilities does the company have to do uh, with this? Not just, like, is Jake Paul an idiot? Like, well, that's just on Jake Paul. But, like, what is YouTube's obligation to, right. you know, its users here? I think the YouTube problem is also part of a larger one that we were talking about <clears throat> before this, which is that, like, so I live outside of America. I come back probably once or twice a year. And over the last few years my version of reality has become quite different from like my dad's or my mom's mm -hmm. uh, who are primarily Facebook users. Mm. I spend most of my time on Twitter and I do watch a lot of YouTube videos. Uh, there's some shows I really like. Shout out to Bon Appetit's It's Alive with Brad. It's the best YouTube show. You should watch it. It's very good. It's just a guy who cooks with microbiotics. It's really good. Oh, cool. Um, um, but trying to talk to my, my, my family and my friends in the small town that I'm from is increasingly difficult. And it's getting weird. So I brought my girlfriend back to Boston for the first time this year, and people in town recognized her from a Facebook photo my sister had posted. Oh, that's weird. So she's like in a bar. She's alone at the bar getting us a drink, and a girl goes, oh, I think I saw you on Facebook. Doesn't explain whose Facebook or what, but at, like I want to say three different times, she was like greeted like a celebrity for appearing in a Facebook photo. <laughs> And I feel like that is indicative of like a much larger trend where like the platform publisher debate was probably the wrong debate to be having three years ago. It's more like which platform determines how you view reality. I think that's a really good point. And yeah. it's scary. Sort of. um, and annoying. I, I think that like, uh, you know, most of most of my friends who are like, you know, like normal people um, are they're not on Twitter at all. Um, but like Instagram is that for them. Right. Like, right. 
they love Instagram and their like reality is like what they're seeing on Instagram. Um, and like they are constantly enjoying yeah. and liking Instagram. I don't know. I mean, yeah. as as someone who spends the majority of my time on the internet on sites like Tumblr predominantly and then like 4chan. I would just like to point out something that you said earlier, Kate's, which is I feel like the most like Kate's Holderness thing ever, which is like you hang out on 4chan a lot, but specifically the cooking board. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so good. It's a it's a nice. It's place. the best board. It's like so like 4chan. It's a blue board for one, so like it's safer work technically. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like like 4chan is a cesspool and it's a horrible fucking place. And to be fair, like the people who are are regularly posting on CK. Uh, like myself, we're all horrible. We're all like garbage. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it it's like kind of pure in a way that like I think most of the other boards aren't. Like this past year, like I got obsessed with baking bread and it's because 4chan taught me how to. That's crazy. Like they literally You're like, pretty big on Breddit now too, right? Oh, yeah. the, the, the bread yeah. subreddit yeah, on Reddit. I, I lo- <laughs> the bread subreddit Breddit is is a, again a pure place on a cesspool website. Well, I think it's becoming increasingly hard to remember that anonymity in its natural state on the internet doesn't actually breed radicalization. Right. Like, anonymous message boards have always been around. Right. Nazis on the internet have, you know, Stormfront always existed. I remember when you, when I first started working at BuzzFeed six years ago with Kate's, we would be regularly raided by Stormfront oh, when, yeah. when we were working community, yep. and we'd have to deal with the messages coming in. Yep. But it wasn't like a cultural movement. In fact, in my mind, like, anonymity on the internet isn't what has gotten us into this mess. It's that we have people who are not anonymous trying to use the anonymous armies. Right. But, like, people left alone with no uh, anonymity, you get really lovely things. You get furries that are helping each other with mental health. You get people like you who are making bread. You get, like... I used to be in uh, music message boards where we would just share music with each yeah. other. You know, like yeah, I think you're right. Is that the anonymity in it itself is not necessarily uh, going to make people turn evil. It's kind of like how if you put chicken in NyQuil, it doesn't <laughs> necessarily make sleepy time chicken. You have to <laughs> you have to turn on the heat. You know, it's, I think it's the it's true. It's the the, the yes. What, what so we're wait, wait, are we the true. chicken or are we the NyQuil? We're both. Okay. I think that we're we're the chicken, and anonymity on the internet is, is the, NyQuil. the NyQuil. Right. So and it could just left be to chicken itself, and NyQuil. we're just some raw chicken and some NyQuil. It's no big deal. Right. It's the turning on the heat <laughs> right. that cooks the chicken and makes the sleepy time chicken, and it's, it's, <laughs> it's that all these bad things that we're seeing, it's not because of Twitter that right. Twitter is a cesspool. It's because of reactions to outside forces in the world, you know, the political mm-hmm. climate that all of a sudden people who have previously existed on there anonymously are now, like, the worst people on Earth. I mean, keep in mind, it is also, like, Twitter's problem that they are not managing that. Right. Um, well, I mean, Kate's, Kate's and I especially have done community work for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of, the, like, the first things I did when I started as the comment moderator of BuzzFeed was introduce myself to the community and then, like, rule with an iron fist. Right. So if you're not familiar, Something Awful is kind of like the proto-molecule of, yeah. like, the internet, essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. And Lotax from Something Awful did this interview with the outline about how to manage a community. And, like, one thing that Something Awful is really well known for is that if you get banned from Something Awful, they post your, your like, your name and why on on a page. And they ban with, like, a very free hand. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Like yeah. the, those, and then, but then they have to explain why they ban you. Uh-huh. And so the idea of, like, a public 
a public explanation for why this person is no longer around sets a precedent that like you can then use to enforce other things, kind of like a law. You know, like, kind of like society. <laughs> but Twitter's like, oh, no, we're just going to not tell you. And then, like, sometimes it'll work and sometimes it won't. And, like, you have to have, be transparent about it. And I think, like, human about it. Yeah. Be human. We've been rambling for a while. Yeah. But rambling. I, just rambling. I'm a rambling man. <laughs> um it's crazy what happens when you give a white man a microphone in a podcast. Oh we just sort of God. ramble for a while. <laughs> no, but I, I think this has been really good. I actually sort of feel better about the the upcoming year now. I feel like I've vented a bit and feel kind of nice. I, I personally think we were all so traumatized by 2017 that as a society, we're looking to be more proactive and positive in 2018, which means, you know, Harmless, gross stuff instead of like gore. Okay, so Kate, let, let's go around the table. Let's do this. So give me, give me your TLDR for 2018. Uh, TLDR, there's going to be more meme overlap, but the memes are going to be more harmless. Hmm. Katie, what's your TLDR? Uh, eat Tide Pods. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that laundry sauce. Okay, what is my TLDR? My TLDR is that the internet is going to recede into smaller tribes, which is going to make people nicer locally, but probably angrier globally. Mm. I mm. think that's brilliant. I think we're all, I think we all have some pretty good insights. You know, memes are going to overlap and become nicer. People are going <laughs> to eat laundry. <laughs> and I think people are going to go into group chats and shit like that. Yeah. I want to be I want to be genuine for a second about about our community. So I, when we started this show, what, three years ago almost? I think that sounds right. Three years? That's crazy, that, first that of all. That is. Uh, second of all, the idea that, like, we did as many episodes in our initial run of two years as we did is unreal. Yes. The fact that we're still doing it and that we're all still friends <laughs> is also wonderful. What a beautiful thing. The fact that we can basically have Kate's come on and, and the fact that she's been on so many times is amazing. It's amazing. The fact that our audience is on Twitter constantly bothering us <laughs> is amazing. I mean, it's all very wonderful. I, I, you, I, I don't know. You know what I think is like the nicest thing is every now and then someone uh, tweets at us saying like, hey, I just discovered the uh, podcast and I've been listening uh, you know, wait, don't tell me that you guys stopped doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe in the summer when you come back, we'll do another episode. I mean, I love, yeah, I love when people are like, I just downloaded the podcast. I can't wait to get up to your current, you know, consistent <laughs> production schedule. Um, no, but it's been great. Thank you, Kate, for coming on. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's always a joy. What's the best bread that you've made so far? Oh, um, okay. So, ah, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I know. Okay, so I think the best bread that I made so far was um, it was a sourdough because I'm really into sourdough. Obviously, uh, made with a rye starter and it contained flax seeds and caraway seeds. Uh, but it was a very long, slow bulk fermentation. <laughs> um, it was about a, it was about a 12 hour bulk ferment. Oh, by I love a, a 12 hour bulk, bulk <laughs> ferment. Oh yeah. Uh, it was really good. Can it you was make really a, pretty. Can you make a laundry bread? You should make a, a Tide Pod bread. Yeah. Like, All right. I'll see what I can do. Or an Explorer logo bread. Yeah. Mm. All right. I'll see what I can do. Um, thank you to Julia Furlan, uh, who came out of uh, retirement 
uh, to be re-traumatized by us today. She came down from her gilded throne of podcast money to stand <laughs> it with us. <laughs> Um, thanks to Eleanor Kagan, who was here earlier in the studio. Is she still here? She's right there. Look at no, that, Eleanor. We can't Eleanor. see her over there. We hey, can't hi. see Hi, Eleanor. <laughs> um, and also the rest of the pod squad. Anyone else who might uh, help edit or do this? Probably not. No, it's all going to be Julia. It's all going to be Julia. Let's uh, be honest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Actually, thanks. Julia, can you want to come in and say hello for a sec? Um, Is it working, Elle? Um, yeah, I just wanted to come in here and tell all of our listeners the hi, truth. Hi, Julia Furlong. Hi, Katie. Hi, Ryan. Hi. Hi, Kates. Kates, you're the only one I like in here. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to tell our listeners that the last time they decided to do this, I was on vacation and I came back without knowing what they had done. And I had to edit <laughs> the entire podcast on the plane on the way back from vacation. And I was so fucking pissed. We wanted to give you a present for when you come back. It's yeah. the worst. That you was, guys are always the worst. That present. was that was especially fun because was we did this one off episode of the summer when Ryan happened to be in town yeah. and uh, Julie was on vacation. And uh, Megan Dietrich, who is one of the producers here, uh, she started since we have sort of stopped doing regular episodes so she was not familiar yeah. uh, with our work style so we just asked her we're like hey can we just hop in the studio and can you just like run the board for a second she's yeah. like okay so do you guys have like a plan no. We're like, no, no, <laughs> no don't worry about this don't Nothing. worry about that I also had to come back and try and explain to her what the hell that she what she uh, had just we were witnessed just like, we were like, yeah, just, what, just, when HR <laughs> messaged me and Katie after we're like, look you've been reported wait Julia what is your TLDR for, for 2018 oh I think my TLDR is less internet in general. (laughs) (laughs) I think that everyone is getting a little bit strung out. I mean, everybody's always been strung out on the internet, but I I feel like as the platforms get stickier and easier to engage with and more like addictive, people are going to have to start putting actual boundaries between themselves and whatever they're engaging with. I think that's a very uh, good prediction. I think that like we are going to see more people saying, hey, I'm taking a break from Facebook for a month or, you know, I'm going to log off Twitter. Like people are people are finally going to realize like sometimes these things make you miserable and you need to take a break. Yeah. Yeah. I I deleted Facebook from my phone last year. And so it's been a year since I had Facebook on my phone and my now I'm addicted to Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) TLDR, the internet's bad. The internet's bad. Oh, thanks, guys. thank you. I appreciate you. Um, Kind of. No, I hate you. Thanks to all our listeners. Happy 2018. Happy 2018. Yeah, happy 2018. All right, guys, you're done. Ow! Heaving breasts. Um, guys, this is riveting content because right now Ryan is just Google image searching like <laughs> pornography, and I'm just being like, "Wow, no, look at that one! Look at that one!" Oh, um, <laughs> um, speaking of which, uh, apparently, uh, maybe our fans can can talk about this uh, after the episode. But apparently, there is a man in a Pornhub video that has been viewed 2.1 million times. <laughs> He is wearing a Star Trek shirt and oh, giving no. another man a hand job. Oh no! And within the gay community, this video is very iconic. I've been told. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So much that when I tweeted about it, instantly three different people sent me screenshots. 
And apparently, I look exactly like the man giving can a handjob. Can so, you send me a link? I've seen it. Ryan showed it to me uh, yesterday. I mean, I guess technically he didn't show it to me. I heard him yelling. So yesterday, it was, <laughs> there was a big snowstorm, and so there was like 10 people in the office. Um, and uh, it was like Ryan, me, and a couple other people. And I heard him showing it to other people, and I like ran across the room being yeah. like, what are you guys looking at? <laughs> Like I heard them be like, oh, oh, and I was like, I got to see what that is. And like, it's apparently, it's apparently a thing. I don't know if it looks. It like really, the guy. I think it looks. It's a dead ringer. For really? You. But I think it's like the guy's. His face is at an angle. Yeah, he's like got he's sunken sort of, eyes and a slack mouth, and like that's he really, me. It really, it does look a lot like you. Anyways, 